Who are the best plays for DFS in Week 16 for fantasy football, whether you're playing on DraftKings or FanDuel, cash games or tournaments? What are the injury updates and COVID-19 list guys you need to know here ahead of the weekend games of Week 16? And what are the reactions we found out from the 49ers-Titans game on Thursday night? It's time to break it all down here as we close the week on a lineup Friday, Locked On Fantasy Football. You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. This is the last show of Week 16. It is also the last show before Christmas Day there. So Merry Christmas. Uh, It's Christmas Eve here. We want to unwrap some nice fantasy football goodies here. Whether you're playing season-long or DFS, we want to win. That's our best feeling here. So uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with family, but we also want to bring home some cash and feel good about our playoff chances in fantasy football. So we're going to help you do that, specifically to DFS. If you need to catch up on anything we did to break down the games of Week 16, we do that in depth in our two matchup shows every week, Matchup Wednesday, Matchup Thursday. So catch up there. We were completing a full week here on Lockdown Fantasy Football. A lot to talk about here, including a DFS, the targets there across positions, the values I like across price points there, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and defense. And then we're going to take a few moments uh, to start the show looking at the results of the 49ers uh, Titans game. A little disappointing in some areas, a little bit surprising in others. So we'll break that down. And then also, it's a long list, folks. People here that are on the injury list, and we're waiting for the designation there with their practice statuses. Uh, They've all been designated in some form. And then we have the COVID-19 list. It is just endless this week with injuries. So it's hard to navigate to fantasy football on a normal week. But when all this is going on in week 16, it's really brutal. So we'll try to get you the best uh, advice possible there with the injuries. So strap in for that. It's going to be a bumpy ride here as we close the show on lineup Fridays. Well, I do have to tell you before we get into it that uh, – This episode of Locked On Fantasy Football is brought to you by On Location. On Location is the original official hospitality partner of the NFL. It's the only place to score a -a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl On Location. And thanks for making Lockdown Fantasy Football your first listen every day. We're free and available for you on all platforms. 49ers Titans. Let's uh, put a bow on that. 20 to 17, the Titans rally from 10 nothing down to win there. So interesting game for sure, the way it developed. The 49ers seem to be in control at halftime, but a lot of mistakes by Jimmy Garoppolo in this one. Two interceptions, just uh, had some drives fall short there. So the 49ers left, I think, a lot of points on the table, and they'll be shaking their heads when they see the film of this one because they should have really pulled away. And they did have uh, their principal, Debo Samuel, have a big game here. Didn't quite score. Slowed down at the end of his long catch near the end of the game that uh, led to the 49ers' second touchdown, but just ran out of gas. But another massive target game and volume game for him. 
Jeff Wilson Jr., not a lot of great running, but he finds the end zone here. So if you started him and hoping for the best as an RB2 in a really tough matchup, he got pay dirt in the end zone. And he also had Brandon Ayuk score. He had a very nice game overall as well, playing off Samuel and the attention there against his really bad Titans secondary. Unfortunately, the numbers against the tight end for the Titans came through against George Kittle, only two catches for 21 yards. He was out there blocking in key situations. And we know he's an elite blocker, and the 49ers are okay with him doing that if the matchup doesn't call for it. But I think they really underutilized George Kittle in that game, did not try to get him open. I know the Titans were trying to be focused on him, but they were also focused on Samuel and Ayuk, and they were able to do some damage. So Titans just have a very good scheme to cover the tight end. That was evident in that game. You saw the way they kind of used different combinations on Kittle, but still, he's Kittle. You got to get him going. He's a special tight end. We know that Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey sometimes run into those, but their teams kind of get them open. Well, I think the 49ers get a little too content with like, here's Samuel and here's Ayuk doing their thing. We're going to go with them this week. And we've seen it happen where Ayuk is the guy that's the left out person and Kittle and Samuel have all the fun. So it's just one of those weeks, unfortunately, came at the fantasy football playoff time here with Kittle, a Nashville resident, by the way. So maybe he was just getting antsy to be home for Christmas, but Really disappointing uh, fantasy football performance there from the 49ers. Tight end and Jimmy Garoppolo let down again uh, with only one passing TD and the multiple turnovers in this game. Now let's go to the Titans side of things. A big return of A.J. Brown. They'd wasted no time. Julio Jones uh, was not designated with any questionable tag or anything like that, played through the hamstring injury, you would never notice that Julio Jones was out there or Nick Westbrook-Akine because it was all about A.J. Brown returning from the chest injury, activated off IR. The 49ers could not cover him. They tried there. They had different youngsters handle him for a while, but then the Titans just went full zoom, getting him open all over the field, using the slots, stretching the field, getting him an open field in the short area. So they just let him loose, and he scores the – touchdown there to put them up 17-10 and then uh, Ryan Tannehill ran pretty well in this game here uh, the other touchdown for the Titans went to Donta Foreman it was disappointing for Foreman in this one all of a sudden they started Dontrell Hilliard and then in key drives they used Jeremy McNichols at least you were salvaged here if you used Dante Foreman as a flex with that touchdown it was kind of random because McNichols was running pretty well here and I thought okay McNichols is going to get the touchdown and we're going to be really disappointed but we were still rather disappointed with Foreman. The Titans kind of fickle. Maybe they liked the quickness of McNichols and Hilliard a little bit in this matchup against the 49ers. They did run effectively for the most part against the middle of the road to run defense, but luckily we got that Foreman touchdown, or otherwise it could have been disastrous here because there was not much else to be had on the ground for this team overall with uh, McNichols doing most of the work here for much of the game. And the 40, 49ers defense – didn't do a lot as we expected. They had a few sacks, but the Titans protected the ball. Titans defense with a couple turnovers and some plays there. But kind of the grinding game we expected. Two physical teams, Kyle Shannon and Mike Vrabel. Not a lot of points, and we saw that here in the 20-17 to 17 result. All right, on this segment, we will get to our uh, quarterbacks that we're going to target. The four that uh, we, re- we really like the most across price points. So let's go here. And part of it is uh, there's a lot of players with COVID-19 issues around them and things that we want to avoid, and we just want to go straight up for the matchups we trust here. And I tend to lean more for the pay-up in cash games to knowing what I'm getting, and I like to go cheaper in tournaments there on DraftKings and FanDuel. 
at quarterback, let's look at uh, Justin Herbert. You got to love him on the road against the Texans. Controlled environment, good weather. 7,200 on DraftKings, 8,400 on FanDuel. Great prices for Herbert. This is a relentless passing team. Austin Eckler is in line to miss this game. He's on the COVID-19 list. We'll get more into that. You also may be without Jalen Guyton. But the main thing is Keenan Allen, Mike Williams are in there. Jared Cook, his weapons, uh, Justin Jackson, we'll talk about him later as well, are they're available. A lot of weapons. This is a relentless team. They're fighting for the playoffs. They're going to be aggressive with Herbert and put up the points against a extremely depleted Texans defense. Pretty much everyone on their list is on the COVID-19 list. So it is a, I don't know if Herbert's going to have to throw a lot. That's my only concern. But again, I trust that the Chargers with Joe Lombardi are rather aggressive and are going to throw to build their lead and then run to win in this game. Now, Matthew Stafford is a great value as well. He's only 6,700. So I think this is a really good bargain. 7,900 on FanDuel are his prices. So we're going to Minnesota. Minnesota is the worst secondary. They have a decent pass rush, but the char- the Rams, uh, like the Chargers, have good pass protection. So the two L.A. quarterbacks in good positions here on the road. And controlled environment in Minnesota. It is a familiar place in the NFC North for the former Lions quarterback. So I love that value here of him. A little bit priced down more than I thought in this one. But Cooper Cup alone can get Stafford the points here. So if you're going to pay up for Cooper Cup and uh, do a stack with Stafford, you can do that for sure this week and feel really good about it. Uh, again, this is the best matchup that Cooper Cup could get and Stafford, really. So and I, I think uh, the Rams will have a good shot at uh, putting up big passing numbers in this one. So I I like the Vikings possibly to pull off an upset here, but I do like Stafford to put it up. Uh, and I think I'm less inclined with the Vikings now that uh, Dalvin Cook has been ruled out with the COVID-19 list. So it, it takes out somebody here that could be a big playmaker for them in this game. But regardless, I like Stafford a lot to outplay Kirk Cousins. And I know they're similarly valued, but I much rather go with Stafford in that game on the road as the Rams are a very good road team. We know that. Joe Burrow is another good value here. 5,900 on DraftKings, 7,100 on FanDuel. He lit up the Ravens there in week seven with a lot of Jamar Chase. They're a blitzing team, but they're also a very weak secondary team at the time. Their pass rush is fading here. The Bengals are overdue for a big Joe Burrow game. T. Higgins has a good spot as well on the outside. Tyler Boyd a little bit limited, but we saw the Ravens really struggle with the tight end. C.J. Uzama had two touchdowns in the first matchup, so... I think Joe Burrow has a good 303 possibility here because he also cannot run on the Bengals. So that also gives them a lot of op- or run on the Ravens. So that gives the Bengals a lot of opportunity to put the ball up in the air this week, especially with Joe Mixon a little bit banged up. He's going to play with the ankle injury, but Burrow still should be a Burrow throwing game in this one. And Matt Ryan, we don't know about Jared Goff. He's on the COVID-19 list in the same game as Falcons Lions game, but Matt Ryan, 5,400 on DraftKings, 6,800 on FanDuel here. So good prices here for Matt Ryan, and I really like him here at that uh, point here because, again, the line secondary is pretty bad. Their actually run defense is not bad, bad at all at times. I think Matt Ryan's going to put up the sneaky shootout of the week should Goff play in this one in Atlanta. All right, that takes care of our look at the 49ers-Titans and the reactions takeaways there. We also have uh, our quarterback uh, st- stacks and obvious uh, plays this week at different price points, so that's where you want to go. And you have a little bit of contrarian, a little bit of chalk there. That's what you want to see for DFS here. Before we uh, dive into the rest of the positions, 
here in our next segment. I got to tell you more about Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, even better than candy bars. Built Bar filled with so much holiday goodness, richer, decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. There are so many flavors to pick from this holiday season, and uh, you could still get in on a stocking stuffer here or late. It doesn't matter if it's a New Year. People are making resolutions and want to get in shape. Well, Built Bar is the protein bar that's going to get you something healthy and ready for you to dominate on the go. You can pick raspberry mint brownie, cherry double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie. And those are just some of the many flavors there that Built Bar offers. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel for anything you need. Maybe you've got that last minute Christmas shopping there that you've got to take care of here, or you're trying to get to those sales after the holidays. Uh, and Built Bar is going to power you through there because it's a season of peace and love. Make Do one thing for me. Don't bring up your favorite Built Bar flavored family parties here. We know that people are so passionate about their favorite flavor. They'll fight for it. Things could get out of hand. But remember, we also have a lot of marshmallow treats around the holidays. You need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs just like that. They're light, fluffy, marshmallow through and through. Different flavors all covered in chocolate as well. Tastes so good. You won't believe that they're filled with protein. It's so easy to get in on Built right now. Just go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. This is also another great time to get in on Stat Hero. And no one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better, but traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who you're up against or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its daily fantasy sports platform of its kind where you versus the house in head-to-head matchups winner take all and here's the crazy part stat hero shows you their lineups before you play and you handpick the team you want to face one-on-one this never before seen innovation of fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid as stat hero players checking and clocking odds that are over four times better why because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns stat hero puts you in control of your own feet with Stat Hero, you're in control of the stakes. Also, you decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head to head is what daily fantasy should be one on one. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. Stathero.com slash locked on, promo code locked on for that 100% deposit match. Terms and conditions apply. All right, it's time to continue the show. We'll run down the rest of the position uh, targets here on DraftKings and Fandle, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and defense. Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen every day. We are free and available to you on all platforms. All right, let's go to running back here. And uh, Corderell Patterson really stands out. We talked about Matt Ryan this is an untraditional stack when you go quarterback, running back, but that, that means you just like the entire offense to get it done, and you're going to be in position there. Patterson was really disappointing last week, that's for sure. There, We thought he was going to do a lot more in that uh, matchup against the 49ers, uh, but early had a chance for a touchdown, then he kind of disappeared from the game plan. Got a little bit banged up. He's good to go in this one. However, 6,700 on DraftKings, 7,200 on Fando, great values for this game against the Lions, a team he uh, had some good success against in the NFC North as a member of the Vikings and Bears. Now, James Robinson, a little priced up on FanDuel at 8,200, but he's still very affordable on DraftKings, 5,900. 
Great matchup against the Jets. They're going to give him the volume. It doesn't get any better than that. We know the Dolphins had Duke Johnson go off out of nowhere last week against the Jets. So that's how bad their run defense is. You want to avoid their pass defense. A lot of James Robinson makes sense here in New York. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the way things are going, we'll update you on that. Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey are on the COVID-19 list for the Chiefs. I mean, if those guys don't play, it just throws fantasy football so out of whack here. In the most important week, uh, the two studs, uh, they're coming off massive games not playing. That said, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire would be a big pivot against the Steelers' run defense. It's been pretty pathetic here. Dante Foreman had a big all-round game from scrimmage against the Steelers last week, so Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I know there's also Daryl Williams. You could play him, I think, as a flex in season long. But if we're going to for someone, I think it's Edwards-Hilaire getting some good volume here. But great prices, 5800 6500 can't beat that for middle-of-the-road value at running back. Ronald Jones is a very good free money play here this week. 5100 on DraftKings, 5400 on FanDuel. He takes over the backfield from Leonard Fournette. Now, keep in mind, he doesn't catch passes on the regular here the way Fournette does, and that really inflated his value. But a guy that can score touchdowns, the game script should be positive. They're double-digit favorites, 11 points here for the Buccaneers. That's why I like uh, Cam Newton here to throw quite a bit. So it's another value quarterback you can look at right around the mat. Ryan Price, a little bit more than that. That's why we skipped to Ryan. But we figure the Panthers will have to do some passing, and Cam's going to do some trailing bottom ahead this week. So, so let's see how that goes in that direction but uh, i do like the price points for ronald jones definitely you can't be beat there now we're going to watch uh, miles sanders and we're going to talk about him he's missed two practices of the quad injury that he suffered there against washington it's a new from the ankle injury he had uh, going into the bye so we'll monitor that for sure but jordan howard might be the biggest beneficiary here positive game script against the giants the power downhill running back so we'll see how it goes for him but uh, yeah for sure he would be the play over, say, Boston Scott or Kenneth Gainwell because they love Jordan Howard. They love the way he runs in their run-heavy offense playing off Jalen Hurts. Now, here's a total shot here for you that uh, I think he's going to be highly owned should Austin Eckler be ruled out as expected. 4,200 for Justin Jackson on DraftKings, 5,400 on Fando. So right there, I mean, if you look at him on Fando, I think you'd go with him if he's a starter easily over Ronald Jones and – Jordan Howard, but yeah, he's almost a must play at 4,200 on DraftKings. It's ridiculous. If he's a starter there, depleted Texans defense, coming off a big game himself, by the way. He ran really well last week there against the Chiefs. So, and Eckler was a little bit banged up in that game. So, we had a good piece of evidence that they trust Jackson. Remember, Joshua Kelly also lost a fumble that game. So, they're going to trust JJ TBC, Justin Jackson, the ball carrier in this game quite a bit, probably. Uh, so, We'll see if Eckler goes, but he didn't feel good about his chances of being cleared, so that's not a good sign at all. If you're feeling that way, because it's COVID-19, it's a lot different from uh, injury there if you don't feel good about that. All right, let's uh, go to a wide receiver. Speaking of the Chargers, 7,700, 7,700. Those are the prices for Keenan Allen on both DraftKings and Fandle. Good stack with uh, Justin Herbert. I don't play, care if you're playing cash or tournament uh, that's a really good spot here for Keenan Allen he's on fire and there's no one in the Texans that can cover him Jamar Chase had a monster game last time in week seven against the Ravens he's 7100 7100 so good prices on both sites for him he's overdue for a big big game I know uh, he was really slow down last week but blitzing team they cannot cover him anyone downfield Tyler Lockett is off the COVID-19 list had to miss the game on Tuesday against the Rams here so 
Seahawks will be happy to have him back. The Bears having some issues there with the Jalen Johnson on the COVID list. So DK Metcalf could also get going, but I trust Lockett a lot more here. 6,700 on DraftKings, 7,300 on Fando. Russell Gage and Amon Ross St. Brown in the same game, 5,800 for the Falcons, 6,700 on Fando. A little bit cheaper, you get Amon Ross St. Brown against the Falcons on the other side of things for the Lions. Two red-hot receivers that are helping big time as wide receiver threes getting into the fantasy playoffs and now in the fantasy playoffs. So I like both those guys. They're a clear high-volume high target guys for their teams. Gage faces a secondary that is very limited. St. Brown faces the same. Now, a little bit word of caution about St. Brown. There is A.J. Terrell, and St. Brown may have done enough to get his value there, but they move him around. He's a slot guy at times. He's a young player that uh, they'll scheme open, and the volume could help him on Ross St. Brown. So something to keep in mind there. Speaking of young receivers, I love Van Jefferson as well. Uh, Justin Jefferson is the headliner in that game of wide receiver, along with Cooper Cup. But Van Jefferson playing off Cup, 5,500, 6,300 values there playing at the Vikings. Secondary, very weak matchup there. Uh, just not anybody you can cover, especially with Bashad Breland gone and dismissed from the Vikings. At tight end, if you want to pay it for Mark Andrews, go ahead. I mean, you can't be blamed, especially if Tyler Huntley looks that way. Against the Bengals, it's a good matchup. 7,000 on DraftKings, 8,000 on FanDuel. Dallas Goddard in a good position, coming off a big game against Washington there. He'll keep it going against the Giants. They've been very vulnerable against the tight end of late. 5,100 only on DraftKings, 5,900 on FanDuel. Now, if you're going the cheap route at tight end, there's two options for you. Jared Cook, 3,500 on DraftKings, 5,100 on FanDuel without Jalen Guyton probably and Eckler. The targets are going to have to go to someone after Allen and Williams in that game. So I like Jared Cook a lot to score a touchdown. The Texans, a very giving tight end defense. And James O'Shaughnessy, James O'Shaughnessy. We had fun saying his name there and breaking down the Jets-Jaguars game here. But uh, we all have fun playing him in DFS this week as well. 3200 5300 are his prices there. So good bargains to be had. I mean, you can pay up for Andrews. You can go in the middle for Goddard, or you can get two of these guys that can be producing. Keep in mind, O'Shaughnessy is hard to trust here because the Jaguars don't throw touchdown passes. But I think you'll get good volume in this game. The Jets cannot cover the tight end. They're much better at covering wide receivers. So good game. I think he's going to get you nice return on investment. I think easily you can get 3 k from him on – DraftKings at 3200 for sure, and I feel the same about Jared Cook. So good values there, especially if you're playing tournaments there. So Andrews and Goddard more in uh, cash games, Cook and O'Shaughnessy in tournaments this week. All right, and finally we'll close with the Jets. I just talked about how the Jets' defense is pretty weak, but they still have some playmakers. Trevor Lawrence can cough up the ball. Jets have a pretty good defensive line here. The Jaguars a little bit uh, banged up up front as well. So some sacks to be had there, probably turnover too from Lawrence uh, on top of uh, Robertson and O'Shaughnessy being his most productive guys this week. All right, there you have it. There's their values across position. Uh, we took our quarterback in our first segment, running back, wide receiver, tight end, defense. In this segment, we have to go through the injury update marathon blitz here in our final segment. We'll do that. But first, I got to tell you that it is – a great time of year in the holiday season to get in on bet online with more props and odds and lines than ever before. Football season continues to march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. 
But online remains your number one spot for all the sports action of the season. Head to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online, it's where the game starts. All right, it's uh, time to close the show here. Looking at uh, the injury updates and COVID-19 updates you need to know, and uh, we'll run through it here. We're ready. Uh, just get locked and loaded. We're going to get through it here for sure, and hopefully you can navigate this pretty well here and uh, still have a decent starting lineup with a chance to win and continue on in the fantasy football playoffs. So here we go. Quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson, uh, he looked like he might miss another game. Two missed practices here with the ankle. Tyler Huntley, if you need a plug and play, he's there after the big game against the Packers. They're playing the Bengals this week. Josh Allen is good to go with his foot injury against the Patriots. A tough matchup, but it's Josh Allen. You're playing him this week. Justin Fields, a little bit concerned there with an ankle injury. He's a running quarterback, uh, downgraded there on Thursday. Andy Dalton back in the mix with his left hand and growing injury. So he's good to go if they need him. So Justin Fields could miss the Seahawks game. Another reason I don't love Darnell Mooney if Dalton has to go in there in Seattle. Joe Burrow is good to go with his right finger injury. Not that you're going to start Baker Mayfield against the Packers, but he's available to help uh, facilitate their players a little bit more this week. So he's expected to be cleared off the COVID-19 list, even if Case Keenum is not there for that Packers game. Teddy Bridgewater, scary moment there in the game last week against the Bengals, a head and neck injury there. He ends up with a concussion. Drew Locke is ready to start probably against the Raiders, uh, barring anything changing late. Jared Goff on the COVID-19 list. We'll watch him there if he can uh, go, or we might see uh, more of Tim Boyle this week. So we'll see how that goes. Aaron Rodgers uh, doesn't practice all week, but he's still good to go with the toe injury. There he's uh, fine for the Browns on Saturday. Kirk Cousins banged up ribs here. Another reason I'm not totally sold that uh, you want to play him against Aaron Donald and that team, but he's good to go for the Rams game. Taysom Hill, COVID-19 list, landed there here. It's going to be hard for him to play. Trevor Simeon is also on the list, so with James Winston out, it could very well be Ian Book starting against the Dolphins this week, uh, the second-year player from Notre Dame. Jalen Hurts is uh, fine and is going to play through his ankle injury. A big game he had against Washington. Plays the Giants, another great matchup this week. Ben Roethlisberger, good to go to help facilitate the Steelers' uh, pass catchers against the Chiefs. Russell Wilson has an ankle injury, but he's going to play through it. Washington's uh, Taylor Heineke back off the COVID-19 list. He's cleared. No more Garrett Gilbert in this matchup against the Cowboys. James Conner, a little bit concerning. I think he might play through it, but he wasn't all that effective coming back last week against the Lions. Heel didn't practice all week. Don't like that designation. The Colts also are pretty tough run defense, so something to watch there. Joe Mixon is good to go with his ankle injury. We're a little bit of concern coming out of the game late against the Broncos, but he's fine. Kareem Hunt has COVID-19 and positive test still and ankle injury. He's not going to play a lot of Nick Chubb against the Packers. Ezekiel Elliott is good to go with his knee injury. Tony Pollard should play through his foot injury there again, once again, for the Cowboys against Washington. DeAndre Swift got in a couple limited practices. We're not sure if he can go. It really messed up the backfield because Jamal Williams is off the COVID-19 list. Craig Reynolds is there. So a lot of weird stuff going on with Detroit. Uh, maybe a backfield avoid, even though uh, it's a pretty good matchup against the Falcons this week. 
Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams, the thumb and hip for Gordon, knee for Williams, they're good to go. They're going to get a lot of volume, you would figure, against the Raiders this week with no Teddy Bridgewater. Aaron Jones, good to go again with the knee injury for the Browns. David Johnson, two missed practices for the Texans. Uh, everyone seems to be missing the game for the Texans for the Chargers, but Johnson legitimately with an injury. James Robinson just rested that knee injury. He's good to go for the Jets game for the Jaguars. Josh Jacobs, illness. He's going to play for the Raiders against the Broncos. Austin Eckler, again, COVID-19, Justin Jackson, looks in line to be the starter and getting a lot of key touches there against the Texans. Philip Lindsay, limited there for the Dolphins. It's pretty much Duke Johnson and Miles Gaskin now. Anyway, Dalvin Cook, this is a big bummer, folks. Unless you have Alexander Madison, then you can rebound pretty well. But shoulder injury, COVID-19, shoulder's not the issue. He's on the list. He's not playing against the Rams. Damian Harris there. With the hamstring, we'll see if he can return. He's probably game-time decision there for the Bills there. So watch that. Ramondre Stevenson's battling an illness. He should see a big role replacing him. Brandon Bolden should play through his knee injury. Saquon Barkley is going to keep playing through that ankle injury for the Giants against the Eagles. In the same game, the other Penn State product, Miles Sanders, uh, has a quad issue. Two mispractice. We talked about that. Jordan Howard is going full with the knee. So if the, it's probably going to be a committee between Howard and Scott and Gainwell, but the game script there with uh, no – Daniel Jones on the other side would say that uh, it's going to be downhill game. So Jordan Howard would be the back of choice to look there. Alex Collins could return from his abdomen injury. Travis Homer from his hamstring injury still hurting for the Seahawks. So probably a lot of Rashad Penny and DJ Dallas against Chicago. Leonard Fournette's kind of not going to play with his ankle and hamstring. Ronald Jones, we mentioned starting, good value at DFS. Antonio Gibson is a concerning injury. Two mispractices with a toe, so different from what he was dealing with with the shin earlier in the season. So could miss the game. Jared Patterson could be the starter there in that matchup against the Cowboys. Looking at uh, wide receiver, Rondell Moore, good to go with the ankle injury. We think he hasn't practiced all week, however. Still not going to trust him in fantasy. Tajay Sharp probably going to miss the game for the Falcons with his foot injury. Looking at Devin Duvernay, he's probably going to miss the game for the Ravens with his ankle injury. Sammy Watkins in the COVID-19 list. That could help Rashad Bateman. He had a good game against the Bengals the last time, but this is Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews game to me. Buffalo Bills should get uh, Emmanuel Sanders back from his knee injury. He's going full. COVID-19 has struck Cole Beasley. Uh, say what you will about that, but uh, he didn't practice. He's not going to play here against the Patriots. So Sanders uh, complicates things with Gabriel Davis in a tough matchup to begin with, uh, with Stefan Diggs and company. DJ Moore, two missed practices of the hamstring. He was able to fight through that injury and play last week. So we feel a little bit optimistic about it, but keep track of that with the designation when it's uh, final on Friday. Alan Robinson still on the COVID-19 list. Uh, could miss the game. Another one for the Bears. Darnell Mooney is fine. Or don't love the matchup uh, if the attention goes to him without Robinson. Marquise Goodwin is uh, potentially returning with the foot injury. Jakeem Grant probably going to miss the game with a concussion there for the Bears. Jarvis Landry on the COVID-19 list still for the Browns. You can't trust him here. Cortland Sutton is fine with his wrist injury. You can't trust him because simply he's not producing for the Broncos against the Raiders. Josh Reynolds will keep playing through his thigh injury and uh, play against the Falcons. Khalif Raymond also available there in that game with a shoulder injury. Marquez Valdez-Scantling probably going to miss the game for the Packers here. I think he's already there with COVID-19. Didn't practice all week, so Equinemius St. Brown will play, but uh, it's going to be more of Alan Lazard with uh, Devontae Adams this week. Malik Taylor also going to miss the game with shoulder injury for the Packers. Brandon Cooks, we'll see if they can clear him before the game here, but COVID-19, he was on the list early. Some of these other Texans popped up late on it. So there's a chance Cooks could be cleared there to play against uh, 
the Chargers and be their pretty much dominant offensive weapon in that game as usual. Chris Conley is good to go with his knee injury. Lewis Kishino Jr. hasn't been great in fantasy, but he's going to play through his foot and shoulder injuries against the Jets. Tyreek Hill, we're watching him with the COVID-19 list. He may or may not be cleared for the Steelers. We just have to watch that one pretty closely. So tough situations all around. And Hill and Kelsey are the worst, I think, by far. Zay Jones, uh, probably going to play through his toe injury. You're not going to play him in fantasy for the Raiders. Jalen Guyton on the COVID-19 list, so... More of Allen and Williams in that game. Albert Wilson, uh, we'll see if he can go against the Saints, dealing with the personal matter. Adam Thielen, two limited practices. He should be back there for the Vikings and the Rams. The Patriots will be without the Kendrick Bourne identity. He is on the COVID-19 list, and they'll probably be without Nelson Aguilar concussion. So it's going to be a lot of Hunter Henry in this game. Nikhil Harry, by the way, also banged up with a hip injury limited. So Patriots uh, offense really depleted at wide receiver, and they're going to rely a lot on tight end. Traquan Smith, shoulder injury, will play, but he's going to have to probably play with Ian Book in this one. He's faded as Marquez Callaway stepped up again for the Saints. Kadarius Tony's still on the COVID-19 list, so we don't know what's going on with him. His rookie season has been a total disaster except for one game. Jamison Crowder, probably going to miss the game for the Jets. Uh, two missed practices against the Jaguars, so they'll move on with other receivers. Just can't keep any wide receivers healthy for Zach Wilson. DK Metcalf will keep playing through his foot injury against the Bears for the Seahawks. Also, wide receiver Freddie Swain will do it for the Seattle. Mike Evans, two mispractices. He still could play. He's a guy that has played with a couple of mispractices, limited work there. We'll see what happens with him on Friday, but doesn't look good here. Brashad Perryman, by the way, his replacement on the outside is COVID-19. So does Jalen Darden, the, the rookie there. So uh, I don't know where they're going to go. It's probably going to be a lot of Tyler Johnson here with Rob Gronkowski at tight end, Cameron Braid at tight end, and Antonio Brown, ankle injury on track to return here. A couple limited practice here for the Bucs. Washington football team, Adam Humphreys. I think the Bucs could probably use Adam Humphreys back on their team, but he's good to go for Washington with the ribs injury against the Cowboys. Curtis Samuel, the hamstring injury limited. Uh, we'll see, but he's not been useful at all in fantasy. Big bust of a season coming over in free agency from the Panthers. Let's go to tight end. We told you this was long in a marathon. Zach Ertz, hamstring injury. Going to play through a good matchup against the Colts. Play him as a tight end one if you don't have an elite option. Nick Boyle, again, he's been iffy. Anyway, Mark Andrews is smashing it, and part of it is Boyle's not even available tight end for most of the time. David Njoku is good to go to return here against the Packers. But Austin Hooper has been cleared, so he's the top tight end. Harrison Bryan also playing. So back to that tight end committee mess in Cleveland. Albert O, that's how we like to call him, for the Broncos, has a knee injury. That should help Noah Fant smash it in that matchup there against the Raiders. Josiah Degara, back injury, he's fine. He's going to play against the Browns for the Packers. Brevin Jordan, on a little bit more with Brandon Cooks. So let's see there, but uh, definitely a, a return possibility for Jordan and uh, could have a big role immediately with uh, Davis Mills in that game as one of the healthy top targets. Travis Kelsey, COVID-19 didn't practice here. Uh, we'll have to see if he's cleared. Uh, this would be a big blow, obviously, along with Tyreek Hill. We'll see. Uh, it really comes down to the vaccination status and uh, are they going to be able to be cleared and all that. So it's always dicey. We hope we get a good result here with Kelsey by the end of the week. Darren Waller's not going to play again with the back and the injury. He's just been unavailable to fantasy players for a while now. Foster Moreau, you can't trust. He's going to play through abdomen and thigh injuries. Another reason to like Jared Cook, no Donald Parham Jr. this week. Unfortunately, that concussion, that scary injury against the Chiefs, is going to miss the Texans game here. Tyler Higby, COVID-19 list still for him. So it doesn't look good. He's not on the fantasy football radar anyway anymore. 
Adam Shaheen there for the Dolphins will play, but uh, we know it's all about the Mike Gusecki. You don't like the matchup against the Saints. Speaking of the Saints, they're two tight ends, Adam Troutman and Juwan Johnson on the COVID-19 list, so you can't go there for some sneaky value in that game. Kyle Rudolph will play through his ankle injury for the Giants against the Eagles, and uh, Pat Freermuth is going to be probably sidelined with a concussion to miss practices here for the Steelers. Uh, we'll see what happens on Friday, but it doesn't look good if you're counting on Freermuth at tight end this week. A couple kicker updates. Harrison Butker on the COVID-19 list. So, yeah, a kicker you've been rolling with all season long. You're going to have to maybe make room for another kicker. Nick Folk, he's been money all season for the Patriots. He'll play through his left knee injury. Now, we mentioned a lot of teams ravaged by in- injuries in COVID-19. The Texans, very notable. That's why I like the Chargers. Everyone pretty much is on their list here. And the Saints are another one pretty – Tough spot for everyone there. So the Dolphins looking good there as well in that game. There you have it. That's a lot. But that's what we deal with in 2021 in Week 16 when the attrition takes its toll, when Omicron and the COVID-19 viruses kind of re-emerged here to wreak havoc on our player statuses. So got to watch it all. You got to be diligent. That's what you do all season long on fantasy football teams and that's why you listen to locked on fantasy football and make us your first listen every day to get that inside and in-depth analysis that you won't get anywhere else straight non- no nonsense to the point and uh, our next episode will be on the flip side of week 16 sunday games uh, we will uh, get to you there for a roundup monday all our reactions to what we saw on sunday's action now make your second listen locked on bets your daily one-stop shop for all the gambling needs locked on bets Hosted by your boy Q, the expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available for you on all platforms. For Locked On Fantasy Football, this is Vinny Iyer. Great week. Good luck in all your fantasy football matchups this week. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. And we'll see you on the other side, hopefully winning for us all heading into Week 17.